The following conversation is between Joseph and the devil. So, you wanted to ask me something? Yes, can you answer a few questions that I have? That depends. You must call me your majesty. Nonsense. I cannot call you that. Can we continue with the interview? Call me your majesty, or there's no interview. Your majesty, I have a few questions to ask you. Are you ready to start the interview? And start that go all the time in the world. Alright, can you help describe to my viewers or subscribers what a drifter is in your eyes the full recognition not just the definition but give it examples and be as clear as day you're missing something your majesty thank you first thing you will notice about a drifter is his total lack of major purpose and life. He will be conspicuous about his lack of self-conscious. He will never accomplish anything requiring thought or effort. He spends all he earns and more too if he can get credit. He will be sick of failing from some real or imaginary cause and calling to high heaven if he suffers the least physical pain. He will have no imagination. He will lack enthusiasm initiative to begin anything he is not forced to undertake and he will plainly express his weakness by taking the line of least resistance whenever he can do so he will be ill-tempered and lacking in control over his emotions his personality will be without magnetism. It will not attract other people. He will have opinions on everything, but accurate knowledge of nothing. He may be jack of all trades, give a none. He will neglect to cooperate with those around him. Even those whom he must depend for food and shelter, he will make the same mistake over and over again, never profiting by failure. He will be narrow-minded and intolerant on all subjects, ready to crucify those who may disagree with him, nothing he will expect everything of others, but willing to give 
little or nothing can return. Maybe in many things, but he will complete nothing. He will be loud in his condemnation of his government, but he will never tell you definitely how it can be improved. He will never reach decisions on anything he can avoid. And if he is forced to decide, he will reverse himself at the first opportunity. He will eat too much and exercise too little. He will take a drink of light air if someone else will pay for it. He will gamble if he can do it on the cuff. He will criticize others who are succeeding in their chosen calling. In brief, the drifter will work harder to get out of thinking than most work in earning a good living will tell a lie rather than admit his ignorance on any subject. If he works for others, he will criticize them to their backs and flatten. If he works for others, he will criticize them to their backs and bases this this book. He and flatter them to their faces. You have given me a graphic description of a drifter. Please now describe the non-drifter so that I may recognize him on sight, your majesty. The first sign of a non-drifter is this. He is always engaged in doing something definite through some well-organized plan which is definite. He has a major goal in life toward which he is always working and many minor goals all of which lead toward his central scheme. The tone of his voice the quickness of his step, the sparkle in his eyes, the quickness of his decisions clearly mark him as a person who knows exactly what he wants and is determined to go and get it, no matter how long it takes or what price he must pay. If you ask him questions, he gives you direct answers and never falls back on evasions or resorts to subterfuge. He extends many favors to others but accepts favors sparingly or not at all. He will be found up front whether he is playing a game or finding a war. He does not know the answers. He will say so frankly. If he has a good memory, if he has a good memory, he never offers an alibi for his shortcomings. Nor 
He never blames others for his mistakes, no matter if they deserve the blame. He used to be known as a go-getter. By modern times, he is called a go-giver. You will find him running the biggest businesses in town, living on the best street, driving the best cars, and making his presence felt wherever he happens to be. He is an inspirational to all who come in contact with his mind. Major distinguishing fact. The major distinguishing feature of the non-drifter is this. He has a mind of his own and uses it for all purposes. Is the non-drifter born with some mental, physical, or spiritual advantage not available to the drifter, your majesty? Then, what's a vote of each of them? Major difference between the Chester and the non-drifter is something equally available to both. It is simply the prerogative right each to use his own mind and think for himself. What brief message would you send to the typical drifter if you wish to cure him of this evil habit? I would admonish him to wake up and give. Give what, Your Majesty? Some form of service useful to as many people as possible. So the non-drifter is supposed to give, is he? Yes. If he expects to get, he must give before he gets. Some people doubt that you exist. I wouldn't worry about that if I were you. Those who are ready to be converted from the habit of drifting will recognize the authenticity of this interview by its soundness of counsel. Not the others are not worth the trouble it will take to convert them. To stop me ringing from you. It's me. Why do you not try to stop me from publishing this confession? Stop me. The sun stood again. Ways. Because that will be the surest of all ways to guarantee you will publish it. I have a better plan than trying to suppress publication of my confession. And I will urge you to go ahead with the publication, then sit back and watch you suffer when some of my faithful drifters begin to make things hot for you. I will not need to deny your story. My followers will do that for me. See if they don't. Alright, Your Majesty, now that we understand each other. Let's go ahead with the, the confession. But before we continue, I may as well take time out to do a little boasting on my own account. Now that you have had your fling at it, I will confine myself to one question, the answer to which will give me all the satisfaction I want. It's not true that, it's not true that you control only the minds of those who have followed the drifting habit to be fixed upon them. Yes, that is true. I have already amended this truth in a dozen or different ways. Why do you tantalize me by repeating questions? There is power in repetition. I'm forcing you to repeat the highlights of your confession in as many different ways as possible so your victims may check this interview and determine its soundness by their own experiences with you. That is one of my little tricks. Do you approve of my method? You couldn't be sending the trap for me. By the purpose of doing some more boasting, could you? I'm asking the questions, and you are doing the answering. Go ahead now and confess why you are powerless to stop me from forcing this confession from you. I want your confession for aid and comfort to victims of yours whom I intend to release from your control the moment they read or hear this confession. I am powerless 
to influence or control you because you have found the secret approach to my kingdom. You know that I exist only in the minds of people who have fears. You know that I control only the drifters who neglect to use their own minds. You know that my hell is here on earth and not in the world that comes after death. And you know that also drifters supply all the fire I use in my hell. Energy. A spike tail form. Energy. Demons. You know that I am a principle or form of energy which expresses the negative side of matter and energy and that I am my person with a forked tongue and spiked tail have become my master because you have mastered all your fears. Lastly, you know that you can release all of my earthbound victims whom you contact and this definite knowledge is the blow with which you will deal me the greatest damage. I cannot control you because you have discovered your own mind and you are taking charge of it. There now, Mr. Earthbound, the confession should feed your gravity to the bursting point. The last start was unnecessary. Knowledge of the sort I have used to master you does not contaminate itself with vulgar indulgence and vanity. Truth is the one and only thing in the world that can stand ridicule. Now, let us continue with your confession. Yo, we're gonna continue that in the next podcast. That was the most, that was too much for me. So, if you like that, hit that subscribe, hit that like, whatever. Do it out, run it up. That shit was tight, huh? Yeah, I really suggest you read this book if you're someone who has any kind of stress, worries, any kind of fear. This is a book that I really recommend. It's called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. We'll continue again soon. Thanks for listening in and I appreciate you. Hope everything's good with you and your family's good. Hope, you know, hopefully this year's working out for you. If you want, you can message me and let me know how, it's, how your year's going and I'll hit you back up. You know, many things are possible. You just gotta make it happen. Don't be a drifter. Alright? Peace, love. God bless.